0: Well, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 368, April 21st, 2020. The record high on this day was 95 degrees, and that occurred in 1980. And it was as chilly as 22 degrees in 1966. And in 2002, on this day, almost seven inches of snow. White Bear Lake had ice outs on this day in 1952 and 1956. And Minnetonka had 1891 and 1956.
1: And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Revers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop.
0: Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Sucherey. You got the rim shot ready? Sure do, bro. Well, did you guys hear about this, that Donald Trump and Charlize Theron and Queen Elizabeth and Dr. Fauci were all riding on a train together? Did oh, you no. you hear this? No, I did oh, not. Oh, it's a, tr- really? tr- tr- a true story. Uh, oh. And it went through a tunnel, and yeah. there was a complete blackout. And suddenly a slap can be heard as the train emerges from the tunnel and Trump is seen rubbing his cheek. The Queen thinks, I'll bet that pervert Trump groped Charlize in the tunnel and she slapped him. Charlize thinks, I'll bet that Trump grabbed the Queen thinking it was me and she slapped him. Trump thinks, I bet that perv Fauci groped Charlize and she slapped me thinking I'd done it. Fauci... Th- no, 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 you, you were... Well, timing God Timing it. is everything. <laughs> Because I didn't get to the. But see, how how this works is you've got to get to the punchline. That's right. So, and then Fauci, well, now it's ruined. But so Fauci thinks, I can't wait for the next tunnel so I can slap him again. But oh, (laughs) see, there's the. There's the. Yeah. Loyal listener. uh, Loyal listener. (laughs) Donald Trump, Charlize Theron, Queen Elizabeth. I'm joking. I'm joking. This is from uh, Steve Mulholland in Minneapolis. I thought that was funny, although I, I'm sure it'll upset some people, but that's okay.
2: <laughs> We're very sensitive during these times, aren't we? We as the collective we. Yeah, Carrie Moran. You know
0: Carrie. Carrie Moran. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, since the, she writes, since the ice out dates are wrapping up, I think you should start doing lilac dates. Oh, God. When is the earliest you've seen lilacs? Update us every day. Carrie. You'll have to scroll through your photos to see the dates. It might take some time, but hey, what else is there to do? Oh, Carrie. I've got a whole row of lilac bushes in my backyard, and I can't wait to see some color. Uh, Carrie, I'll be glad to do this. Uh, last year was June 2nd.
3: <laughs> oh, so Carrie. we've got a. To- Another month of this, five more weeks of this.
0: Well, I think what she's suggesting, and I'm more than uh, happy to take on this errand, I think she's suggesting that I uh, keep my eye out around town
2: for lilacs. Do you see Mine it? are
0: nowhere near being
2: ready. Do you see many when you're on your walks about town? Are you kidding me? That's all I look for. <laughs> and, uh, okay. They're not ready yet. you got a
3: super exciting life
2: you lead.
0: Yeah. Well, this hasn't been a terribly warm spring.
2: Yeah, that's true, and we had snow on the ground as recently as a week ago. Just hasn't been a terribly warm uh, spring.
0: It's a pretty so, good show
2: so far. Uh, you Do mind,
0: you mind if I lay down? <laughs> 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 ah, go ahead, light a heater and lay down. Thank you. We were talking off the air. How would you like to be Kim Jong-un's doctor? Oh, my God. Uh-huh?
2: No, thank you.
0: But For all said, we know, he's headless at this moment. What I what I didn't what I didn't
2: realize when I read that story this morning, we don't know his actual age.
0: Well, I'm I'm not sure he would even know it. What do they know? They know nothing. That's and true. even if he told you an age, he'd be lying That's about true. it. That's true. He was in grave danger after an unspecified surgery. Uh, but no one can give you any straight answers because uh they say, oh we're business is proceeding as usual. I don't know. That fruitcake probably uh underwent some sort of surgery and maybe his brain cracked apart or something. Well it it,
2: whatever it's, it will not be a loss to humanity. It's it was citing his excessive smoking, his obesity, overworked oh. you know.
3: Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Yeah. Careful there with the insults. Oh, you're covered on the overworked part. <laughs> Kenny's in uh, the boxes. Very, very hurtful. Very you're covered. Hurtful. You're covered when it came to overworked. You're all right. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. No, so they're going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in North Korea, the president, the, the house where the president lived is called the Blue House. Really? Yeah. And they... Uh, they, cannot, uh, they could not confirm Kim's uh, current health status. Uh, in other words, they sure, certainly can,
2: but they're not going to tell you. Well, and there's, Who's going to be the one guy to, or gal to raise their hand and say, well, I'd like to tell you what's really going on here. Because well, they'll, no, they'll that, never be heard from again. Oh, that
0: guy could be never heard from again for, for the rest of time. For the rest of time. Mm-hmm. How is everybody with this COVID stuff, huh?
3: Well, well, Joe. I'm hoping today uh, I'm going to actually put on some clothes and maybe go
0: outside. Got a boy. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> the spelling bee has been canceled. Oh no. Oh yeah, the national spelling bee. That's the first time since 1945. Did you see where Germany already has canceled Oktoberfest? Really? Nine. And that's in October.
2: Thank you. Uh,
0: the uh, the Pioneer Press has kept up a. Uh, a story on uh, the unlikelihood of the state fair occurring this year. We can all pretty much gather that. But uh, Jerry Hammer, as the as the general manager of the play, he's he can't call that shot yet. He's got a plan as though it'll still happen. Are we going to address the
2: governor at all?
0: What do you mean? Well, I've also, I emailed Chris. him today, hoping that he becomes a guest on the show.
2: Yeah, and I do too. I just I I was a little concerned about one of the comments he made yesterday about we'll reopen the state and I'm going to paraphrase but we're going to reopen the state when when we have a vaccine. We can't do that, can we? Can we wait that long? No. No, that cannot we cannot. That could be 18 there months. Might not, yeah, there, and might there might not, not be, be
0: a, there might not be one. Right. Look at the way it reacts in different people in different ways. How do you nail this down? Plus it's mutating. So, I <laughs> Good luck to the people trying to figure out a vaccine for this thing.
2: Well, and I know a lot of people are reacting because the the Georgia, it was Georgia, right? The Georgia governor said uh, restaurants are going to reopen starting Monday, but nightclubs and amusement parks and things of that nature will remain closed. Hi, Joe. GL John here is
0: dubbed by John Height at Grunhofer's. Kenny dubbed me Dummy because I asked Spencer if I could order a quarter of beef. I'm a longtime listener and GLer. Concerning the coronavirus, I have thought Walls was doing a good job until recently. My wife and I are lucky to work in industries that have been deemed essential, my wife in health care, and I in education. However, today we reached a point that doesn't make sense. My wife will be furloughed starting May 1st, as probably will, and he refers to my sister. I think he means a kid I used to have as a nurse. She's already been furloughed. How does it make any sense that our nurses and healthcare workers are being laid off when we are facing a major health crisis? We have a exactly. virus that is going to kill people, and yet those nurses who can save these people are not only not working because selective surgeries are banned, they are being put out of a job because the healthcare companies can't make money by taking care of people. We are, in theory, holding beds clear so they are available when and if they are needed for COVID-19. Yet because of that, our much-needed health care workers are being put out of a job. We know GLers know how to take care of themselves and have learned more over the past few weeks related to COVID-19. I think it's time to smartly get people back to work. Maybe not opening restaurants or sports that require close quarters for people, but anything that can allow for social distancing, masks, and a little intelligence. We need to do this now before we are too far gone to save our economy and country. And you can't believe the uh, similar sentiments that I read and hear every day from GLers uh, and i'm in agreement that if we don't uh, figure out a way to open uh, there'll be nothing to open to we need to open and I, I, I and i also agree that it has to be done smartly and i bet i bet walls is in agreement yeah. i don't think he's i don't think walls is one of these guys that gets up in the morning and rubs his hand in glee and says hot damn i got another day to be king i just don't see that in him uh, I certainly see that he's a, a liberal, but that doesn't mean that he's an evil human being. There are some uh, who uh, for uh, th- this virus has resulted in a tremendous gift to the left in yeah. many ways. Uh, but I, I don't I think, you know, Wall didn't ask for this. I think he's doing the best he can. Look at the look at the statistics in Minnesota. The damn virus is virtually, non, not, relatively speaking, virtually nonexistent.
2: And then you wonder, you know, like, let's just say we hit the green light, we reopen everything. Well, obviously, there's going to be a spike. There just there just is. That's just how this virus operates. And I guess I'm, I, I share that same sentiment with the emailer about, well, some of these nurses are getting, you know, either being sent home, working half pay or whatever. Well, isn't that basically counterproductive to what we tried to do in the first place i don't, I don't me, get it
0: let me go back to chris uh jiraki in duluth our emailer from duluth i told you yesterday i read portions of her email but it was uh, i was i was being picky i'll now read another segment that actually applies to what we're discussing here's today's me, segment from chris jiraki of duluth Let me say at the outset that I accept the seriousness of COVID-19 and know several people who have had it, two who have died, and doctors and nurses who are taking care of these patients. Nevertheless, I'd like to share some contemplative and ominous thoughts on the subject. I cheered a Jonathan's letter on last Friday's GL regarding his observations on our strange COVID life. I have been pondering the present and future effects of the response by governments and others and have become increasingly alarmed at not only the egregious power grabs and trampling of sacrosanct constitutional rights, but also at the precedents these actions set. It is surreal to watch our country in the span of two or three weeks abruptly shut down and reverse the economic gains of three years, bringing this story back to Duluth. We have gone from a local economy, which was the strongest it had been in more than 40 years, to an economic devastation from which we may take years to recover if we ever do. We are now hearing about small businesses who have closed permanently because this time of the year is already a lean one for Duluth, coming as it does between the holidays, think Bentleyville hockey and ski tournaments and snowmobile tourists, etc., and our robust summer and fall tourist seasons. Many small small businesses cannot ride out the COVID closure and the slow season simultaneously and have already thrown in the towel. Duluth is a medical hub. We have two large hospital systems, St. Luke's and Essentia, which includes St. Mary's, Uh, hospital and numerous other medical clinics. Essentia is the largest employer here and laid off 500 non-essential employees last week with more coming if the closure does not end soon. The ripple effect of this action on the aforementioned small businesses was immediate and profound. For context, as I write this on Sunday afternoon, St. Louis County, the largest U.S. county in area east of the Mississippi River, has had 48 COVID cases and nine deaths. Not only have our ERs and ICUs not been overrun, there are medical professionals leaving the area to volunteer in New York. Uh, which news combined with the layoff, should beg the question about the overblown predictions of the severity and spread of the virus and the response and actions of the state and local governments? Fewer than 10 COVID ICU cases have been admitted here in the past six weeks. We have many physician friends who have seen their patient loads and practices shrivel up because all non-essential medical services and procedures have been suspended. It bears asking how many people will experience poorer health and even die because heart stent procedures or precancerous skin lesion removals or other interventions have been deemed non-essential in favor of a virus that, while deadly, is becoming more manageable uh, with each day's understanding of it." Uh, these docs can't work because apparently these surgical theaters aren't available to them to go give somebody a new hip or a new knee. And uh, what's going to happen, the ripple effect throughout that, the whole medical industry, you can imagine uh, people who sell uh, drugs and uh, equipment uh, are going to be losing their jobs because they don't have any doctors to sell their uh, you know, their titanium hips to. Uh, it's just it's just uh, amazing that we are keeping the hospitals pretty much available for the COVID patients. I I, I got to think they got to find a way to also allow the other docs to go to work, don't they?
2: I I would think so. And I can't remember if I mentioned this on or off the sh- off the air yesterday. But the other ripple effect is the black market because a lot of these people that have some severe pain that rely on these treatments and whatnot are, are going to get desperate because they're in such pain that, uh, they're going to buy the wrong stuff and there's going to be overdoses. She has a PS on this
0: uh, email, uh, note to Kenny, a few weeks ago, you were all discussing the Glen Sheen and you lamented the spot where Elizabeth Congdon was murdered. Isn't on the tour. You are it incorrect. Wasn't.
3: You are it incorrect. It wasn't when
0: I, it wasn't when I was there. The tour most certainly stops by her room where the very bed in which she was smothered by her daughter's hired hitman exists. The only constriction is that if if asked, the docent's giving tours will not answer questions in deference to the many family members who are still alive and some of whom still live here. But Joe was right about the boathouse. It is very cool and being renovated now. Lake Superior having reclaimed much of that portion of the Congdon Glensheen Beach. Come on up post-COVID and see it. All right. So uh the medical profession seems to be getting as hard hit as say the restaurant profession.
2: Mm-hmm. And if you know there was a story too about uh was it uh nurses out of uh, New York that are going to protest the the White House for a lack of protective gear. I mean, we start losing the healthcare industry, we're going to be in even more trouble than we already are. Well, no kidding. Uh
0: and and every business that we deal with uh, in Garage Logic, they're certainly going out of their way to be as safe as possible. For example, at Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood, uh, they've altered the updated hours of operation Monday through Friday, eight thirty to five. Saturday, excuse me. God, Here we go. Here nine a.m. to nine a.m. to two p.m. P- Sounder sound out. Here we go. We'll get Here it. Out. On-site sales are by appointment only. That's the key. Uh, Now, we're talking about Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagens, Alfa Romeos, and Fiat's. Uh, I got an email from some nasty crank who said, Why are you pretending you like those cars? Pretending? I've bought okay. virtually 50% of the cars I've ever owned I've bought from Schmelz, including the one of my most favorite cars ever, which was a Volkswagen R32, which was the hottest little Golf you could imagine. Then I had two Alfa Romeos, uh, a well, Jetta station right. wagon. Okay, I'll continue the ad.
3: Well, <laughs> no, remind them, that was the car you referred
0: to uh, for years as the half, the half car. The half, the car. half car. What yeah. a rocket. It only made $5,000 of them. It. it was just brilliant, and I have seller's remorse to this day, even though I sold it back to Schmelz. On-floor on employees are working half-shifts to limit exposure. They're cleaning and disinfecting. They're doing everything you need to put you into a new Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, or Fiat. Go to the go to the three distinct websites and check out the inventory. SchmelzVW.com SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com SchmelzFiat.com Then call and arrange your own personal appointment. 651- 243 4316. 651 243 4316. Schmel's Countryside is on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood. Is that a cylinder index or a golf score? Either way, it's a big number. Here's Joe Suchere. What
2: happened? Kenny's just complaining.
3: Pull this card out and slam it against the wall.
0: I'm done hearing that song.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: On Friday's show, the old spiral bridge in Hastings was mentioned, which led Rookie to mention that the spiral bridge is located at the Little Log House show south of Hastings. That bridge is a replica. If you happen to be going south of Hastings on 61, hang a left on 220th Street, and you can see the bridge and some of the village from 220th Street. The Little Log House Show is the last full weekend of July and is the only time when the property is open to the public. It's a great event with all sorts of things going on that I'm sure most GLers would appreciate. Josh in Hastings. Thank you, Josh. All right. And we got a note from... uh, An author who does not wish to be named. And it's addressed to you,
2: Mr. Reavers. Oh, yes, yes. This is a good email. Hail you. Hail me.
0: Chris, you commented on today's show, meaning yesterday, how you find it hilarious that the airlines are taking a bailout when they nickel and dime and lay off employees, etc. Consider this the number of passengers traveling on our domestic. Commercial Airlines has declined as much as 90% since this began, with no end in sight for this steep drop-off. The airlines are hemorrhaging roughly $2 billion a month right now, which will quickly dry up any cash reserves they may have uh, as part of the federal bailout agreement. The airlines cannot lay off furlough or reduce pay for any employees before September 30. The federal government also gets a stake in each company as part of the agreement, which in theory should prove profitable to the government in the future. It's very simple. With little to no money coming in the door and lots of money going out, it is unsustainable for anything other than the very short term. My husband is a pilot for one of the major airlines.
2: Stop. Remember, what? don't use her name. I'm not. Oh, okay. I just wanted to remind you because you make that mistake once in a while. Go ahead. Every single time. Right. <laughs> i have just
0: seen if I can crazy. read this paragraph without – well, just the, – the author uh, – is thankful that he's still getting a paycheck and benefits, but she is uh, believing that he likely could be out of a job come this fall. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Now, are you all aware of what's happening to oil prices? They're yeah. plummeting. It's to the point where the seller would have to pay me, the buyer, to take it. It's fallen below zero. Wow. In, th- in theory, if I wanted to buy, uh. 50,000 gallons of oil, the producer would have to pay me to take it. There's no place to put it. It's on ships that are stationary. that The tanks are full. Everything's full as the global demand for oil has dropped so precipitously. That oil. Remember the peak oil people. I wonder what they feel like now. Oh, we're going to run out of oil. No, right now there's more oil, and they know what to do with. Literally, they don't know what to do with it.
2: So there's what, no place to put it. What happens in that case? Because obviously, the demand should increase at some point. So you can't. I can't imagine that a large corporation would want to spend money to get rid of it.
0: No, what, it's all based on futures contracts, and I. I'm going to pretend I understand it. I'm not sure I do. That's math. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it isn't exactly that the seller would have to pay the buyer, but that's how the math would work out if they did do a contract right now. You, in other words, it's not worth anything. <laughs> it's worth below zero. It's worth It's negative zero because there's too much of it. It's going to reshape the global economy. Uh, I don't know if it's going to reshape it in good ways or bad ways, but uh, I I didn't want to bring her up because I find her so tawdry and inconsequential and stupid. But this Alexandria Occasional (laughs) Cortex, she tweets out, this is a beautiful thing to see, meaning the collapse of oil. Lady, do you know how many tens of thousands of jobs that industry provides, you miserable fool? And then she, then she doubles down by saying, this is a great opportunity to bring about the Green New Deal. You miserable fool. It's just well, amazing.
3: Wouldn't the opposite hold true that gas is so cheap now that more people are going to be buying big vehicles, SUVs, trucks, etc.? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I talked to a guy who knows a guy that says they can't keep the big stuff in stock. Yeah, Moeller texted me yesterday that he thinks the gas station would pay him to fill up his uh, <laughs> car, so he went to the gas station. He thinks the gas station is gonna pay him. <laughs>
1: Whoa! Whoa!
3: Well, it, Joe, it, if, it, if it's so cheap right now, why is the cheapest fri- price I can find in the Twin Cities area a buck thirty-nine down in Lakeville? Shouldn't it Isn't be that under cheap?
0: Do- shouldn't it be under a dollar? I I I don't know how to price gasoline but it it's it, it's that cheap because no one's
2: driving. I've been doing a lot of research for the show um driving about the the great state of Minnesota and I've noticed that um, yeah. you get outside the uh the 694 494 loop and she gets pretty low the old gas yeah. prices. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and what's with the gas stations in town, like specifically Minneapolis and Saint Paul? Why are they still peddling it for a buck fifty-nine or a buck sixty-nine? What are they doing there?
1: I have why no idea. That?
3: Do they buy and price gas as futures? Like, does C uh, stores collectively? Yes. Yes.
0: Well, maybe that's why.
3: Then maybe mm. I just answered my own question. Maybe they're selling
0: gas that they paid a specific price for exactly maybe 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 two months from now gas at the pump's gonna be 79
2: cents maybe we'll get an email from someone that actually knows what the hell they're talking about
0: well here here's where we can't here here here's where we can be on solid ground sure we will none of us have ever seen this before uh the price of oil going below a dollar sign zero we don't know what the outcome of this will be uh it's a dreadful, dreadful situation for the people who work in the industry. And yet we have morons in Congress who are cheering this. Yeah. Complete morons. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a sadness that her, her lack of empathy for people is extraordinary.
2: Because she's just trying to push a personal agenda. Yeah, sure, yep. sure,
0: Well, she's sure. also been
3: spotted on social media suits taking selfies with uh, friends and fans, you
0: know, arm in arm. So mm-hmm. she's, not, she's not bright. No, no, she isn't. We're lucky enough to have Johnny Height with us today. It's a big day here in GL, Joe. I think so. Uh-huh. Let's uh, let's fetch Johnny Height. Hello again. This is Mike Fratilone from Fratilone's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Fratilone's is open every day till six p.m. seven days a week. Please come on in. We are practicing ultra no touch social distance customer service. You're going to come in and we're going to say, hey, what can we help you find from 10 feet away? We're not going to touch you. You're not going to touch us. We're constantly cleaning our stores. We're really trying to be as safe for our employees and as safe for our customers as we possibly can. So be aware that our customer service is going to be a little different. Stop on in Frataloni's right now. Come on in. Social distance customer service. Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Does anybody find it uh, as disconcerting as I do to hear Kenny rooting for people to fall in? uh, To fall in the river up at Itasca State Park? Come on, fall in, fall in. Weren't we supposed to have a liner,
3: Chris? Yeah, but I was... was Yeah, I'm sorry. Hi, I'll John, just hi. do my thing. I'll, I'll yeah. just do my thing here then, and tell you, a GLers, a, a beautiful lawn. It's a click away, professionalturf.com. If you're like me, you've been thinking and overthinking that cruddy yard, haven't you? Or even. Even if you were like like I was before I signed up, it it might only have a weed or a bare spot or two, and it's otherwise fine. But in our minds, it's still cruddy. you got to do what I finally did. Log on to ProfessionalTurf.com. Make that weed their problem. They make it super easy to have that beautiful lawn all season long. It's just a click away. ProfessionalTurf.com. Results from right now until late fall. And yes, oh yes, you will have the most beautiful lawn on the block. And if you're considering a landscape project or maybe installing or maintaining a sprinkler system, Professionalturf.com, they'll help you out there too. The best lawn on the block, it will be yours when you click on Professionalturf.com and we thank them for sponsoring Johnny's appearance. Hi, Johnny.
1: Hi, good afternoon. How are you, fellas?
3: Have you been
0: out of the house?
1: Have I been out of the house? Yeah. Once fall in, twice, <laughs> fall in, fall in. I've been out once or twice, and there's a rumor I may have to run to uh, to uh, Fleet Farm today. So, really, there's a, rumor. there's a rumor going that way in my house. So Do you wear a mask? I have been when I go to the grocery store. Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, before you head to that store, why don't you stop at Fratellone's Ace Hardware garden stores, John?
1: Well, because I'm buying some other stuff that I gotcha. uh, Mr. Fratelloni wouldn't have that my wife
2: needs. Hey, by, so. speaking of that, uh, we got a Twitter note from Don. He, he, uh, he follows all of us. He bought a grill yesterday uh, and thanked them for sponsoring GL. So thanks, Don. Nice. Appreciate you. Very nice.
1: Okay. Very nice. I did notice today in gathering news, fellas, it's impossible not to have a bunch of COVID-19 news. And really? nothing
2: else. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's nothing else going on. That's well, because uh, we're,
2: that, all, we're all doing nothing. <laughs> nothing else is happening. So what I tried to do is mix in some light
1: COVID-19 news with some <laughs> normal COVID-19 news if that's
2: possible. Well, then I got the rim shut ready to go whenever you need it, So a well, Wait a I minute. That so it, you,
1: that light.
3: you found COVID kickers? That's what we're calling Wait. them? COVID kickers?
1: <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going that far with it. Sorry. Let's right. start with agreement being reached on every major issue in that $500 billion coronavirus aid package for small businesses. It'll also give more money for hospitals and virus testing. Uh, talks after midnight among Democratic and Republican leaders along with top Trump administration officials produced a breakthrough agreement on the package. They're uh, having to cancel the national spelling bee, the Scripps spelling bee, because organizers say there's no clear path to safely set a new date in 2020. The decision means kids who are in eighth grade this year will miss their final opportunity to compete in the national finals.
2: You know, you would think of any group that would be able to organize some type of mass gathering digitally, it would be these nerds, that they would figure out a way to do it.
0: That's been going since 1925. It was only canceled once, 1945, because of World War II. Wow. I got between 43 and 45. It was canceled. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. Well, you're the newsman. Well, yeah, what do I know? Uh, it's yeah.
1: been become very popular, though, uh, televised by ESPN since 1994. Last year's B, I don't remember this, ended in an unprecedented eight-way tie. Oh, yeah, I Joe remember Joe that. talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Organizers ran out of words that were difficult enough to challenge the best spellers.
2: Didn't you, have a, Joe, you had a meltdown, didn't you? Because you basically well, equated to everyone got, a, everyone got a ribbon.
0: Everybody won. And it's all B as in BS as in S because they're, they're words you've never heard of and will never be used, which means that to win the damn thing, you've got to memorize a dictionary.
1: Yeah. There was the fascinating documentary a few years back that sounds really boring but was amazing, and that showed contestants memorizing just like you said. A yep. dictionary, kids. Yep. It's ridiculous.
0: Uh, organized. U and
2: teaching. M. Is you meaning good?
0: Oh, you. Oh,
2: <laughs> yes. Is a oh. meaning name? Yes. U and M.
1: She still has to
3: spell it. E. What? U. No. Oh. Oh my M. God. Stop Why? it. That's uh, correct. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Didn't we Dad, look her up? Yes,
0: she's uh, uh, she rescues stray cats or something. No. Uh, she, just... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> she I, I, I don't know that uh, she ever developed her social skills. Oh.
1: <laughs> Organizers said Tuesday they
0: would find a way
1: to recognize the more than 150 spellers who had already won their regional bees and qualified for the national finals. Officials in Wisconsin say they've identified seven people who appear to have contracted the coronavirus through activities related to the April 7th election in Wisconsin, that according to Milwaukee's health commissioners, uh, officials hope to have additional info on the cases by the end of the week, including whether any of them were concentrated in any of the city's five polling places or if any resulted in death. Wisconsin Department of Health Services Secretary Andrea Palm said there were no signs yet of a surge of cases from the election, as some feared. Uh, Tuesday marks the 14th day since the election, which is the time frame during which health officials say the symptoms typically appear. Tom Brady in the headlines since he left the New England Patriots for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And one of those stories is virus related. Really? Yeah, Tampa Mayor Jane Castor spoke with St. Petersburg Mayor Rick Kreisman on a public video briefing Monday, and uh, Brady became a topic of conversation. Castor relayed a story about a recent run-in that a parks employee had with the NFL quarterback. Castor told Kreisman, I always tell people, now I'm not one to gossip, so you didn't hear this from me, but you know our parks are closed down. A lot of park staff, they patrol around just to make sure that people aren't doing contact sports. She went over one of the agents to tell him it was closed, and that person was Tom Brady. Really? Yeah.
2: What was he doing the... in the park? Was he with his family? He
1: was just working. No, he was working out. Oh, was no. he they lurking
2: around t- children? No, no, There's no that children. He,
1: they gave him a ticket too, right? They, well, they didn't. They actually have changed that now. The uh, mayor said he was cited, and that was written in news stories as cited. But she clarified this morning and said he was cited. S-I-G-H-T-E-D. Oh. He was not ticketed. Uh, Brady has not publicly
0: commented. Yes? Speaking of Brady. Yes,
1: what? I thought Kenny had something to add there.
0: No, he's laying down on his couch somewhere. (laughs) Kansas City Chess. Speaking of Brady,
1: Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes leapfrogged Brady for number one overall merchandise sales, according to the NFL Players Association. They listed their top 50 selling players. The list covers sales reports for all officially licensed NFL player-identified merchandise. Mahomes is now number one, and Brady falls to number two. Uh, In the top 50, uh, there are a couple Vikings. We have uh, Adam Thielen at number 22, and we have then Viking. He's not a Viking anymore, but Stephon Diggs. Is number thirty-nine. Those are the only two Vikings that make it in the top fifty.
0: Did the players get a taste of those sales,
2: or is that um, all league money?
0: I I think
2: they do. I'd have to look I that up. I think they do get a portion. I think they do also. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't. I'm gonna look <laughs> it up right now. Yeah. Who do you like in the draft on Thursday, Joe? Yeah, Bob Hope. Yes, Bob Hope. <laughs> Bob Hope. Uh, the only quarterback,
1: by the way, not a fellow who's in the top six who not a quarterback, is Ezekiel, Ezekiel
2: Elliott of the Cowboys. Joe, you uh, are video. right. You are right. According to Reddit, they do not, NFL players do not get a cut of uh, sale wow. from their jerseys. The team jerseys and trademarks are not the property of the individual players. They do get... A small percentage uh oh, I'm sorry, they do get a small percentage of revenue from Jersey sales, but they it looks like it's very, very minimal. so you were you were correct. Oh. Of course that was.
1: Ah! <laughs> yeah. the video footage, this is weird, conspiracy theory stuff here. The video footage from a Dutch business park shows a man in a black cap pouring the contents of a white container on the base of a cell radio tower. Flames burst out as the man jogs back to his Toyota to flee into the evening. That's a scene that's been repeated dozens of times in recent weeks in Europe, where conspiracy theories linking new 5G mobile networks and the coronavirus pandemic are fueling arson attacks on cell phone towers. Who is Not that terrible. stupid? Well, <laughs> if you go online, you'll find uh, many people who believe the 5G is causing these
2: problems. Oh, yeah, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No really? i'm aware of that, but it it, it that makes
2: no sense well, joe I, I I don't know how to put this, but never underestimate the stupidity of the average individual
0: but that's like saying an apple is a motorboat the The two are so <laughs> unrelated that it has nothing they have nothing to do with each other. Popular beliefs and conspiracy
1: theories that wireless communications pose a threat have long been around, but the global spread of the virus, at the same time that countries were rolling out fifth-generation wireless technology, has seen some of those false narratives amplified. Officials in Europe and the U.S. are watching the situation closely and pushing back. They're concerned the attacks will undermine vital telecommunications links at a time when they're most needed because of the pandemic. South Korea's government said Tuesday it had no info to corroborate a media report suggesting that Washington is monitoring intelligence, indicating North Korea's leader is gravely ill after he reportedly underwent heart surgery earlier this month. Seoul has not detected any unusual activity or signs, covering from Pyongyang, about Kim Jong-un's health. That according to Kang min Siak, a spokesman for the Blue House, the office and residence of South Korean President Moon Jae-in. South Korea Wait statement. a minute,
0: wait a minute, wait a minute. yeah. who's got the blue house
1: South Korea? South Korea. Yep.
0: Oh, I thought I earlier said the blue House was North Korea. I'm wrong. It's South Korea has the blue house. Correct. Not the White House. They have a blue house. Blue house.
1: Yep. South Korea's South Korea statement comes after a report citing an unnamed U.S official with direct knowledge of the matter, saying the U.S. is keeping an eye on that intelligence. According to a survey of 2,000 British parents conducted by Mum Poll, four and five parents think their families have formed an even stronger bond. Oh. Parents and kids have more time together during the lockdown. Oh yeah, it's great. The survey finds that half of families are getting together to play board games, make puzzles. It oh. can be, it can be a fun and competitive <laughs> way to bring the family together. God,
2: to hell, is her. that what's going on at the Sutere House? Uh, Joe? Hey, let's
0: play, let's play, hey, let's play Candyland again. Hey. <laughs> Another 30% say they've formed
1: family book clubs. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Some parents are engaging in new activities with their kids. Just over a quarter of families have picked up family gardening.
0: Oh, boy.
2: Not in Michigan, though. You can't do that in Michigan.
0: I'm going to correct that. I have an email from a fellow in Michigan. It's very interesting. We'll get to it later. All right. A lot of parents have been keeping their families together by keeping everyone's screen
1: times the same, a strategy for a time when children may be tempted to turn on the TV or flip open their laptop more than usual. A portion of the survey did ask how the shutdown has affected couples. At the start of the lockdown, more than half the couples had a grim outlook as to what the quarantine would do to their relationship. It turns out the opposite happened for most, 60% Sixty percent of parents report they're happier with their partner
0: after four weeks in quarantine, and some really? couples. I don't think we were, uh, we were surveyed. <laughs> were you
2: guys
3: I didn't think Doesn't we were this? surveyed on this.
0: <laughs> Doesn't
3: this this has got to cut into their uh, their porn hub time, right? You think so? <laughs> well,
1: some couples Not have been finding that their sex lives have benefited from the shutdown. Huh? For, really? Quarter of parents. Yeah, there
3: isn't respect.
0: one. Yeah, that's what three times zero is zero. <laughs> you quarter think the parents, you think the price of oil is falling below zero? <laughs> yeah.
1: A quarter of parents report having sex more often, and some of those have even found the time for daily sexual relations. Mom, uh, um, what dance. are
3: you doing in there? What's all the noise?
1: <laughs> I need help say- with
3: my homework again. <laughs> Most ah. kids
1: say when they do have sex, it's usually a, a quickie since they have to juggle their time around family commitments. Huh?
2: Oh. God, despite oh, coronavirus, closure you gotta get
1: back time. to Candyland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excuse us, uh, kids. We're coronavirus- gonna
3: go tear one off here. Uh, oh we'll God. be right back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow.
0: Dad's having a nightmare. Kids, don't don't listen to him. <laughs>
1: Despite coronavirus closures for bars, in Houston, the Bovine and Barley is bringing patrons frozen cocktails and other drinks straight to their doorstep with an adult ice cream truck. It's uh, open 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. each day. It's got a pretty full menu. 11
2: 11 (laughs) a.m.? What do you mean
3: by adult? Do you mean like dirty? No, I mean mean like
1: you can get drinks. So it's an ice
3: cream oh, truck. Oh, so you have to be 21. Oh,
1: the menu features a classic lineup: beer, margaritas, piña coladas, daiquiris, all other fixtures. You have to be 21 years old and show a valid ID at purchase. All you have to do is place an order by texting. They deliver to various neighborhoods in the Houston area. They're playing baseball in Taiwan. I don't know if you guys do this. Oh yeah, no fans.
2: Well, they got the statues, don't they? Or not the statues, but the uh, don't they have fake fake people sitting in the seats?
1: Maybe robots Americans? or something? Yeah. They had, they had some robots selling things uh, or pretending to sell things to make everybody feel good. But uh, they did have a little problem. You know, it's supposed to be social distanced and all that. Uh, they got into an on-field brawl huh. on Sunday, and no social really? uh, distancing awesome. was going on there. Uh, the island has been held up as a model for how to battle the virus outbreak Despite its close proximity and economic links with China, it's had just 422 confirmed cases and six deaths. Taiwan is one of the few professional sports leagues in the world still operating. But on Sunday night, fans following on TV watched as the Rakuten Monkeys played the Fuban Guardians, and it erupted into a bench-clearing brawl. It happened after Fuban pitcher Henry Sosa hit infielder Ko wen in the hip with an inside pitch, an English-speaking commentator said there are some tempers exploding out there right now. For our international viewers, you need to understand that this never really happens in this league. It's usually a very conservative league. They don't even argue balls and strikes. Taiwan's new baseball season opened last week, and although fans are not allowed into the stands, and want to keep infections down. Rabukin made headlines after they unveiled a troop of robots to bang drums and mannequins to stand in
0: for real fans. Taiwan jumped all over that COVID and got it under control very quickly. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Their name? Their name is the monkeys.
1: Really? The monkeys? Yeah, one of the other ones. You know, the other monkeys and the guardians. Rakutin. R- 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 I'm sorry. I think I said it wrong. I think I said Rabutin. Rakukutin. Nobody noticed. Yeah. Thanks. I probably shouldn't have pointed it out. You know, In Ohio, a lot of folks not following social distance guidelines, uh, distancing guidelines. Uh, for instance in Gwaga County Sheriff's office arrested one issued a summons for another and charged two with underage drinking after a large Amish party this weekend. Hmm. Deputies were sent to a home on Bundysburg Road in Huntsburg Township shortly after midnight Sunday. A man had called 911 to report a
0: large party.
2: I sheriff's thought the Amish won't... couldn't drink. Well, what's the deal there, John? They're it's always Roman struggling. Roman They're Roman always creator. struggling.
0: They're always struggling to find out what the real world's like, and every time I hear one of these stories, I think, you're not missing anything.
2: Right.
3: (laughs) Well, what's that period of time?
0: I'm sorry, John. What's that period of time uh, late
3: in the teens for the uh, Amish kids, uh, rum something, something, where they can go experience a life in in our world? Uh, I can't
1: remember what it's called, though. Anyway. Sheriff's. Scott Hildenbrand said when we got there, there was a barn full of people and some of them ran. There was one man who was too intoxicated to run. That person had to be transported by ambulance. Sheriff said the person taken into custody arrested on a disorderly conduct charge. A few weeks ago, uh, there were pictures uh, in the area from several residents showing the Amish continuing to have large gatherings some of them parties, despite the state's stay-at-home order.
2: Rum springa, Kenny, rum springa. Yeah, that's what it I is. I
1: just looked it up. Thank you. Yeah, uh, They have asked the Amish bishops to close churches for the rest of the month to help protect everyone. You need something to do during the uh, you know time you're sitting at home, and Education Resource website is offering an ultimate dream job for Harry Potter fans. They want them to watch every film in the franchise, and they'll give you $1,000 to do it. EdSmart.com, no. a website specializing in college rankings, reviews, and ratings, said it wants five winners willing to spend some of their lockdown time watching all eight Harry Potter films and both Fantastic Beasts spinoff films. That's about 25 hours, six minutes of movie watching. But winners will be called upon to live tweet or live stream their movie watching experience on social media channels. The watchers will then be asked to rank each of the movies and share their rankings online. The winners will get $1,000 as well as a prize package, including all 10 films on Blu-ray. How That's many case, hours? 25 hours, 6 minutes. I haven't
3: seen one second of that stuff. Not one second. I it's 40 no bucks an happens.
0: hour they'll pay you. That's 40 bucks an hour they'll pay you. You just figured that out? Wow. I looked it up on the thing. Oh, I'm not doing it.
1: Are we watching a lot of television uh, in our our time at home? Anybody? Yes. Okay.
0: I, I'm I'm uh, I've struggled to try to uh, watch a couple of series, and uh, we've had this discussion. Uh, there's you? there's something wrong with me because I just don't I just don't see a lot of it. That I don't see what there is to be so excited about. I watch uh, I watched episode one of Killing Eve last night. I could see going to episode two just for the hell of it, see what happens. I John, have see you seen on. Killing Eve? I have
1: not. I saw your post, though, and I have put it on my list to get to. I've become quite enamored by Yellowstone. Anybody seen Yellowstone? A nature show?
3: No, no, it's Kevin Costner. I will not watch anything with Costner in it. Oh, you're such a putz. I I know I am, John. Um, And speaking of me being a putz, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, this morning, and I'm still outraged. I, I, I just I can't stand the rewriting of history. That just drives me crazy.
1: Did you like the Nazi one he did? No,
3: no. I haven't liked anything of his since. Uh, what was the
0: Pulp uh, Fiction? Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. Right. Interesting.
1: I did notice uh, on Twitter people were going after you, Joe, uh, because you couldn't watch uh, Ozark.
0: Well, I you started did, wrong. About I I started with an episode that. It became very clear to me was not the first episode, and then <laughs> uh, I huh? did find I did find the first episode, and I thought that was convoluted for me to try. I'm just not. Uh, I guess I'm just not sharp enough. I see. Okay, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, locked down and filled with sand. This
1: seems a little harsh. A very popular skate park in California because they didn't want anybody there skateboarding, uh, breaking regulations. Did you know here in Minnesota skate parks? can be open.
0: I did not know that.
1: I didn't either. I was told that by uh, Dylan okay. uh, because I saw about 20 people in the skate park in Andover. And he said, nope, you, you can do it. But the, okay. this famous one, you've seen this in movies and stuff, Venice Beach Skate Park.
3: Yep. Uh, yeah.
1: It's, uh, it's closed. The L.A. Department of Parks and Rec closed it a long time ago, but people uh, kept going, so they brought in a bunch of bulldozers and filled the whole park with sand so that nobody can go in there and do anything Uh, we've had continuous violators we want them to stop said rose watson a parks department spokeswoman we want them to follow the orders because the skate parks are closed until further notice for the health and wellness of all la residents the city barred residents from gathering at any public parks that happened in mid-march due to the covid-19 pandemic watson said venice beach is the only skate park to be covered with sand so far but the city will consider similar moves if gatherings continue at other locations. Watson said we're doing this for our safety, their safety, and the safety of others. When this is all over, trust me, we will open them. But right now, it's important for
0: everybody in our area to not use any of the skate parks. Well, John, the version of the story I read about that, the kids uh, outwitted them, and they began using their uh, their off-road uh Bicycles, dirt bikes, dirt bicycles in there. And then when they got tired of that, they just shoveled the sand out of the way of the skateboarding stuff and made their own paths. A dirt dirt bicycle or whatever they are. An off-the-road bicycle.
3: <laughs> mountain bikes, BM they would know
0: about those. They would know about those at eco for example. Yes. yes. All right. Eco fun, in downtown forest Lake. Uh, they too are practicing the safe distancing, but all you have to do is call. They'll bring it to your house. You can go on the website and pick out what you want. And they're having a great time. They're busy as hell selling those Bintelli e-bikes and, uh, Uh, Yamaha uh, products uh, anything and they'll bring it to you there's no worry about uh, touching anything or anybody and uh, they got a great website too if I could only find this sheet of paper that tells me about EcoFun Motorsports I I don't really need a sheet of paper because I've been talking about them for quite a while and I know just what to tell you Uh, Tim and his daughter are experts on the Bintelli e-bikes and uh, I certainly want you to get up there and uh, pick one up (laughs) You're going to get an award for this one. So <laughs> We're in the hill this is why, This is why you're in the Hall of Fame,
3: uh, this my man. This is it.
0: I'm on the wall, baby. I'm on you the are, wall. Uh, Ecofunmotorsports.com. Yeah, yeah, right oh, right here. Yeah, right. There we go. Okay. Th- 612. Yep. 321-8867. Yep. Eight, eight, six, Scooters, uh, ATVs, electric bikes, full-line of Yamaha motorcycles, it's really a great a great operation, and they do have uh, the means to bring you the vehicle after you find it on the website and uh, call them and uh, either make a personal appointment or have them bring it to you, 612-321-8867. That's com, EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. John, do you have another one for us?
1: Um, I could do one. This was a little more serious. Uh, Sorry. wasn't. President Trump saying he will sign an executive order to temporarily suspend immigration in the U.S. because of coronavirus. He tweeted late Monday, in light of the attack from the invisible enemy, as well as the need to protect the jobs of our great American citizens, I will be signing an executive order to temporarily suspend immigration into the U.S. Uh, No details have been offered yet. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McAnon McEnany issued a statement Tuesday echoing the president's past comments about immigration. She provided no details on what the executive order would be. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien, though, earlier Tuesday, cast the president's announcement as a move to protect American people's health. Brian said the temporary immigration halt would not be dissimilar to limits on travel to the U.S. from China
0: that the president put in place in January. Johnny? Yeah. Why don't you and Dylan write us a song for the next time you're on? I think the GLers miss your musical outings. How will we? How will we? Uh, well, mean Chris is running you? a microphone. No, Chris no. is
3: running a microphone
0: up to you today, right? Chris. You're going to get a better sound system. <laughs> Yes, okay. that's
2: the plan. John. Yes, that's, that's the plan. Stay awake, yeah.
0: John. Stay awake. Well, well I mean, here's the deal. I, uh, As
1: I understand it, I will be back tomorrow, which doesn't leave me a lot of time, maybe, uh, to write a song.
0: What oh, hell, I they're mean? not that good. I mean, just, just whip one off. Are you, what are
1: you, building an outhouse in the backyard?
3: What What, what, what are you doing that's so damn important? Uh, I don't
1: know if you noticed earlier, but uh, you know, the wife is off today, and she has a lot of plans for me, as you, you may have noticed from what I said earlier. So. <laughs> Yeah, like, so what uh, What were you
3: doing yesterday? Like, uh, do you mean like naughty plans? What,
2: what, no. What you, Kenny, what you why do you about? always go there? Always. Yeah,
0: well, Kenny. He you're said the one that to...
2: read the story of the quarantine lovemaking going on He had on to go to Fleet
0: Farm. He's got to go to Fleet Farm. Leave yeah. him alone. And then do a bunch of other stuff. In right, the yard, thank you. of course. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah. You bet. Always All great right.
2: hearing from you, John. <laughs> nice to see you. Even if
0: I can't, even if I am only imagining that I'm seeing you. Why don't we return shortly? University of Garage Logic 98, College of Self-Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. I have an email about clarifying some of the things in Michigan.
2: Ah, okay. Uh, hail
0: the flashlight, King.
2: Hail, hail you. you.
0: Joe, it's great uh, to be able to hear you guys on the podcast these days since I no longer live in Minnesota. I grew up listening to you with my dad in the late 90s and early 2000s, so it's been a lot of fun to be able to hear your take on current issues. I live on the western side of Michigan now, near Grand Rapids, so it's been interesting to hear you guys discuss what's going on here. Governor Whitmer's orders have been far-reaching, to say the least, and most certainly lacking any sort of common sense. However, one nuance of the order that has been missing from the headlines, and of which you may not be aware, is the square footage distinction for stores. The blocking off of so-called non-essential items at places like hardware stores applies only to those stores with buildings in excess of 50,000 square feet. Wow, I didn't know it got this, germa- or this uh, fine. Therefore, while stores such as Menards and Home Depot must block off certain sections of the store, smaller stores are exempt. I visited my local Ace Hardware, not a Fratelloni's, but still a friendly and well-run, on Sunday afternoon to pick up supplies for some house projects, and it was largely business as usual. These sorts of stores are required under the executive order to limit the number of customers to 25% of the capacity established by the local fire marshal, but all departments, including the garden center and paint departments, were up and running. In fact, I even heard the sound of the paint mixer shaking cans of custom colors while I was there. They were a bit short-staffed, all employees were wearing masks, and they had someone stationed at the entrance to limit the number of people in the store at any given time. But what was important to me was that anything I would normally want to buy was available. At the checkout, I asked the clerk how business has been, and she said they've been swamped. I'm guessing that between the fact that more people than usual are stuck at home and that they can sell anything they want, customers are opting for their smaller, locally owned stores instead of the larger chains, perhaps a small silver lining. All of this is by no means intended to defend Governor Whitmer's decisions, as many of them have been nothing short of ludicrous. But I did feel it should be pointed out that things like paint and flowers are available in Michigan, uh, just not as widely as useful nathan williams in hastings michigan he adds a ps can you please try to convince grunhoffers to figure out a way to ship their products oh my wife and i bought some of their brats on their last trip to minnesota and we've not been the same since we're heading into the prime grilling season and we could sure use some of them and i want to try some of their burgers too and perhaps a meatloaf if reavers doesn't hoard them all (laughs) for himself sorry uh I didn't intend to speak for Grunhofer's right now, but why not? Uh, this, is a, this is a plea we've been getting from all over the country, sometimes from across the seas. And uh, that's up to Spencer to figure out how he's going to do this. For all I know, he's got big expansion plans. I have no idea. I'm going to talk to him is, about it. It is possible, Such.
3: And I learned this because of the Nancy Pelosi story last week where she said she had a bunch of ice cream shipped to her. I right, immediately right. thought, mm, no, she didn't because ice cream would melt. Turns out they pack it in dry ice. Yeah. Yeah, the freezer packs, yeah.
0: We're talking so about Grunhofer's way we, Go ahead. Away well, we
3: go. Yeah. Away we go. Yeah. We're talking
0: about Grunhofer's old fashioned meats in Hugo on Highway sixty one. It's at the north end of Hugo and it's absolutely the meat capital of the world with steaks and ribs ribeyes and burgers and brats and salmon and jerky. Uh, It really is one-stop shopping meat capital, and you're going to enjoy it. Uh, GLers have really discovered this place and have passed the word along. And uh, even our friends like Nathan over in Hastings, Michigan, uh, can't wait to get back and get some and take it back to Michigan with them because Michigan doesn't have a meat market like Grunhofer's. There's
2: only one, Mm -hmm. we got it right here in Minnesota, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market. Dot .com. So I'm curious. Uh, the the part where he said certain sections of the stores are closed off. What was what was that part? Because that's the part that I thought was confusing. Uh, so they're only allowing the, the, the 25% is that the is that the no, deal?
0: No, at the at the small hardware store, they're allowing you in based on 25% of the capacity they could normally handle. Got it. And they're and they're, they're screening you at the door and when one guy leaves, I guess the next guy gets to get in. What, what he was talking about is her uh, Whitmer's orders uh, on big box stores uh, apparently uh, compelled her to rope off uh, certain sections of the store. And in a big box store, uh, uh, if we're following the trail of the story correctly, one of the areas uh, roped off would have been the, the gardening supplies, for example. Uh, but this guy, what he wants to uh, suggest to us is, we can still get our gardening supplies and sure. paint. We just get it from our local hardware store.
2: But what I don't understand is what what difference would that make if it was, you know, only, uh, and I'm talking about the big box store. If they closed off, let's just say ten percent of it. Well, what difference does that make of someone getting it or not? I don't get. I don't follow uh, that logic. I
0: agree with you, and I think uh, you just stumbled onto something. Thank you. The 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 shutdown orders issued by governors should not exist if they're not understandable.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yes. I don't uh, for example the banning of boat motors. that your your reasoning for that is so convoluted it's not understandable. Your your you're roping off certain areas of big box stores is not understandable. Therefore those shouldn't exist.
2: Exactly. Yeah, cuz it I understand well we we can have a 100 people in our store but we're only going to allow twenty five in. That I get because you know yeah. you're trying to socially distance. Okay, get got. I'm you're. I'm with you there. Yep. But but closing off parts of the store makes no sense. Well, again, closing off parts of a big box store. Right. Makes no sense.
0: Plus, how come you can
2: go to Costco but not go to church? Boy, that's that's a million dollar question. I I don't get it either. I don't know because there's there's just as many people I was at a big box store a couple of days ago there were just as many people inside that thing as there there would have been in a congregation How, how close were they Chris? Uh there's well there were a lot of people that were trying to be socially distant but there were also a lot of people that weren't wearing their protective masks There weren't and you know I get it that everyone's going to make their own personal decision but I, I don't understand it either Joe I don't get it
0: Uh, Joshua writes, one consequence of the virus that has not been mentioned yet, but I was informed of recently, is there is a class of vocational tech students who will not get to finish their classes. I have a young adult in my house who is in a welding class at Dakota County Tech in Rosemount, and he received an email recently essentially saying that classes for the rest of the year have been canceled and students would receive their diplomas based on their grades. They have not been in class since their spring break in early March. This means that Votech students will be going out into the workplace without full training. Potential employers will have to decide whether or not they are willing to take on students who will require on-the-job training in some areas. It's a great point. I had not heard that. I had not heard that. You don't want a guy that only learns half the welding protocol. You I got to get the, get the first whole part deal. done, boss. Yeah. <laughs> David writes, I'm going to be stocking up on Marlboros and Red Breast Irish whiskey if the news is bad. He wants to hear more from Stacy, our own GL geologist, on Scott Maturas' report yesterday of Yellowstone, the earth uh, on Yellowstone heaving up and down the last few years. He wants a, uh, he wants further explanation from Stacy. I'm sure that will be forthcoming. And uh, I think I'll have to stock up, too, because that's really a break glass smoke lucky Moment, uh, we were wondering yesterday if the boys on uh, Route 66 had the '63 split-window Chevy Corvette. Uh, I love our uh, I love our uh, listeners, Paul Root, uh, who did the work that the morons won't do. The show started in 1960. So it was a C1 Corvette with quad headlights, so probably a 1960. And obviously, being a C1, it was a convertible. And then he says, I did a little more digging. Chevrolet gave the show a new car every year. The last season did have a 1963, but it was a convertible. So they never did have a split-window Corvette on Route 66. Thank you for paying attention there. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Are you aware... That Harvard,
2: uh, yes. not only a failed
0: academy, it's might as well be corrupt as far as I'm concerned. They have an endowment of forty billion dollars, and they got nine million in coronavirus aid from the federal CARES Act. I don't get it. It's I, obscene. I do it's not obscene. get that at all. It's another example of the unholy marriage between big government and big education. And big education never gets grilled, never gets hauled down to Washington and put under the sweatlights and instructed to, look, in times of trouble, use you some of your $40 billion and quit expecting the taxpayers to bail you out. Because I really resent any one cent of my money going to Harvard or any institution. you got $40 billion
2: endowment. Spend it. Is that money that they got? Because the, the one question I had was, is that money that they have to pay back?
0: Harvard University will receive nearly $9 million in aid from the federal government through the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, the Department of Education announced last week. The CARES Act, the largest economic stimulus package in American history, was signed into law on March 27. It allocates nearly $14 billion to support higher education institutions during the pandemic. Of the $8,655,748 Harvard is slated to receive, this is from the Harvard Crimson, the government has mandated that at least half, $4,327,874, be reserved for emergency financial grants to students. Why don't you give emergency financial grants to students from your $40 billion endowment? What a bunch of B as in B, S as in S. Hello? Yep. Yeah, I'm frustrated
3: with this delay of mine, so I'm uh, trying to finish this heater and keep my mouth shut. <laughs> it's, just, it's really gotten—it's really bringing me down, Such. I yeah. can't sass the way I used to. which is probably good, probably good.
0: Well, uh, I I just, I guess I'm on record as uh, disapproving of Harvard. Uh, Experts say Harvard will likely continue to face grave financial consequences. Are you kidding me? University administrators announced salary and hiring freezes, discretionary spending reductions, leadership salary cuts, and the potential deferral of capital projects. Uh, uh, The university will also receive... We'll also sell 1.1 billion in bonds. Uh, I don't care what they do; they've so, got 40 billion dollars. Go ahead, Kenny. Dumb, dumb question for you:
3: What exactly is the endowment money supposed to be for?
0: I suppose they would tell you it's for uh, to fund uh, research, for example, or to. Uh, so uh, you it, it, It's a great question. You, it's never used to hold down tuitions. Right. So your
3: theory, your theory is just shift the purposes for that money. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you
2: doing with it? It's forty billion dollars, right? So, you never lower tuition. So then I have a question: with with what's going on, people losing their jobs. You know, there's a lot of people out there struggling. What would exactly what would it take for people that are either high educators, people that work for the government? To, for those people to start suffering consequences in terms of job loss and pay reductions and things of that nature, well, what in God's name would have to happen because it hasn't happened yet with them? No. So what would need to take place?
3: Well, you know, like Such says, they're on that third rail along with government. They don't have to live like we have to live. I was lucky enough to get a check from an insurance company last week for some damage, uh, weather damage up, uh, up, up to the farm. And I had also all sorts of great designs on that money. I'm going to you know, buy stuff for the pontoon. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I get home, and I'm informed we're going to pay this bill, we're going to pay this bill, and we're going to pay this bill. <laughs> yeah. You know, And that's what normal Americans do. That's what we do to get by. But apparently you know, but not like, Harvard. Right. Like Suge said, they're on that third rail. They don't have to live like we have to live. Nope. Oh,
0: they sure don't. Can you take a break so the old mayor can get his water?
2: Flashlight. Check. Tool belt. Check. Attitude. Check. He's going in. Joe Souchere.
3: Thank you.
0: You're
1: welcome.
0: I want to do the fair just to have these guys back.
2: God, they were so good live. They really were. What's their name again? Dawson Hollow. This song is called Hills and Roads. Yeah. And I, uh, I looked them up, I remember, after the fair. Their YouTube channel is really, really good. Dawson Hollow. Yes.
0: Uh, I'll have to look it up. Say, uh, Julia is a fan of ours. She writes, "Hail the Flashlight King."
2: Hail you! Hail and she
0: you. she she linked me to some stories on uh, uh, on the kids struggling with this distance learning. And she writes, "God bless God bless the CP Reavers and American parents who are helping children with school." This is a sad situation most families are experiencing, but it is not homeschooling. For 15 years, home education has been a gift for our family as we have had years to build a routine. We choose excellent curricula and place faith in our lives daily. Lest I sound righteous, I sympathize with families experiencing this long-distance learning as we have also been in school settings and I taught for many years. Schools are not the enemy. Parents who work full time are not the enemy. However, Associated Press and mainstream media, long-distance learning currently being exper- experienced by teacher, students, and parents on impersonal computer screens is not homeschooling. Pushing back and eternally grateful for daily gl. Her, her point being that uh, this distance learning—I'll I'll say it—so I'm not putting words in her mouth. It, it, it strikes me that you're hearing so little of it because it's an utter failure. What do you mean? It's, just a, it's not happening. These te- these these teachers will, you know, say at nine o'clock tomorrow tune in. Nobody's doing it.
2: No, that's not true.
0: Oh, there was a big story yesterday, finally, uh, about the absences
2: that that are oh, evident. Well, I guess I only have my own personal experience, and I know that my kid every day. I mean, because that's what I'm doing every morning before I come in here. That's that's right. what we Is, do. Are, are you in contact with the child's school? Uh, not daily, but he ha- so for my my Williams in second grade, and so every morning he has to go on his Chromebook. He marks his attendance. And we do an hour of math and an hour of reading. We, we've done that every morning since he's been home.
0: Yeah, I got two little ones who are doing it. I, I, I think what Julia wants me to recognize, and I, I do, uh, you, you cut all these kids loose back in March and said, hey, don't worry. We'll just uh, we'll figure out how to do this over the computer screen. B as in B, S as in S. It's not happening.
2: Not to the uh, not to the degree that it would be if they were sitting in the classroom. Yes, I will gr- I will grant her that.
0: And, and to think, and, and also what I think the distinction she's drawing is that it's by no means an
2: example of homeschooling. No, yeah, I no, would also agree with that. Yeah. Two yeah. different
0: things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely two different things. But
2: I will say this in defense of the schools. I mean, what the hell are they supposed to? I think no, I, we're I, all I just don't... trying to make the best of the situation.
0: I know, but you're, you know, please don't throw me in the briar patch. Hey, kids, we're letting you out of school. We, we certainly expect you'll tune in. Sure. Right, <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> Well, I've got a little buddy across the alley. He's uh, I don't know, eleven, twelve, and is that the kid you're doing... tequila with? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's his, the the kid of the parents that I do, <laughs> and uh, he's doing well. He logs in every
0: day, checks in, gets his work, does his work, and then he's done and bored to death.
2: Yeah, yeah and I'm I, sure I'm sure many do, but I'll bet you the greatest percentage don't. I could I could see how there's a lot of kids that, and it, again, it it does come down a little bit to. Parental involvement. I, I, as sad as that is to say, because if you know, if I wasn't there to make him do that every morning, yeah, he probably wouldn't on his own. But I, I'm not sure.
0: I see kids on the corner waiting to get their lunch. It's a bad scene. Oh, yeah. Well, look what the look what look what big education has done. Big public education has made itself the caretaker of the child uh, in mm. terms of feeding them and after school programs and and much of it's to the accommodation of uh there there aren't parents at home uh, so now you turn all these kids loose and i just find it hard to believe that the majority but, of them are buckling down but aren't those
3: programs generally speaking good for the kid i mean they they, they put food in his belly they yeah, keep them yes. busy uh, yes. keep them busy after school so mom and dad can work that's generally yeah, but, good, isn't yeah,
0: it? Yeah, but that train left the station. Uh, the, the genie cannot be put back in the bottle. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the parents have come to expect that school is essentially a day-long, if not longer, daycare setting.
2: And they, no. yeah,
0: whatever. No, I, but you're
2: right. You're right, because that's, that's, the, and that's what I was getting at with parental involvement, is the fact that some of these parents now are saying, oh, crap. I it's up to me, and and that's really sad because there are so many parents that aren't involved when their kid is going to school every day, and it's uh, yeah, it 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 really yeah. makes me mad.
0: Uh, it, it's a I saw a great line that says, "Great in twenty years, you're going to be ruled by kids who went to school with or uh, who homeschooled with yeah. day drinkers." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was well. Cool. Chad writes, Hail the Flashlight King. Hail, Hail you. The attached link on YouTube is proof that Mother Nature is unstoppable. This is my aunt's lake home on the north side of Big Point, on the east side of Mille Lacs. I'm guessing Greta Thunberg cannot stop the ice either. Stay safe and good luck, Chad Jenner in Superior, Wisconsin. What he did, he sent a video. Of this massive wall of ice. We've seen it every year. Yeah. It, just, yeah. it just is going to do what it wants to do.
2: I saw there. Chris Schaefer from Channel 4 had a really cool video on his Twitter account, and I retweeted it this morning. But you're right. I mean, that, that ice is going to go where it wants to go. That's going in Chad's aunt's house. Right.
0: <laughs> That's where it's going. But you know what I noticed? I didn't see any weed, so I'm thinking she must treat that area with Aquasite. See? Because all I saw was ice. You would think if there was weeds there, the ice, the ice would have contained uh, all the trappings of the weeds, but there weren't any. So maybe, uh, maybe Chad's aunt uses Aquacide. They've been keeping beaches free of weeds since 1956. Not only weeds, all forms of vegetation. If you don't know what's growing there, uh, they'll only be happy to come out and social distance safely and tell you what the problem is. Go to Aquacide.com. This will get your summer season started off right. Aquaside.com. And again, if you're not sure what you have growing or what you might need, call them 1 800 328 9350. 1 800 328 9350. They are there to answer your questions. They've seen it all. They've helped hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners get rid of unwanted lake vegetation safely. And quickly, they have dozens of products that will help you maintain your lakeshore pond or swimming hole this summer. Aquaside, of course, is the official lake weed removal company of Garage Logic, and its centerpiece body of water, Spoon
2: Lake. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to go on YouTube, you could just probably search uh, uh, lakeshore ice. Mille Lacs Lake, and you probably find a number of examples. There, yeah, and
2: Twitter has a ton of them, too, yeah. that were all over the place. Well, boys, another episode of Garage Logic is in the books. And that meant another opportunity for you to hang out with us on Thursday afternoon part of the garage Uh-oh. logic socially distant scramble I know Do you we have to talk during this? well yes if we're gonna hang out and maybe we'll throw out a little Q a for the mayor huh what, why is it starting where does it start five o'clock why not four o'clock Jesus. You know huh? I, And what t- why not? Wait, what day is? What day? Oh why is it starting Friday, so late? Because <laughs> I can't be here on Friday. No, it's not on Friday. It's Thursday. It's on Thursday. Thursday at five p.m. Well, all we don't scramble do- on Thursdays. We scramble on Fridays. Well, someone's taking Friday off.
0: Yeah, but this—before I announced that, this was already set for Thursday.
2: Yeah, that's right. But uh, the podcast music is is coming to an end. Do we
0: have to do it at, can we do it at 4 o'clock?
2: I'm going to shut your mic off. We'll talk no, when to you not tomorrow. You gonna bring, when are you going to bring the cameras over to Sucha's house?